Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me today, via phone, we have Clint... Butchered his name right off the bat. Ken Clarich <laughs> of Ash and Ale down in Palm Coast, Florida. I, I was calling you. Hey Cl- guys, I was calling you Clint. It's pretty good that he's calling me the wrong name already or a bad yeah, name. Yeah, he's coming down to see me in two weeks. I know, right? I'm just like, ah, what up, Clint? <laughs> <laughs> I was mixing the two. So yeah, um, there you go. Yeah. So no, that's what we have you on to talk about is the fact that yeah, I'm gonna be down to see you in like um. Well, by the time this episode drops, it'll be what a week. A week. It'll, yeah, you're dropping. It'll it'll be a week that I'll be down in Palm Coast, Florida, uh, when this episode drops. I'll be rolling into town that morning. So the seventeenth, you're coming into town. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But today we're both smoking Placencia. Yes, we are. So I have the Alma Fuerte, and I have a special Salamoon size. It's a 7 by 56 and this uh, comes courtesy of a Placencia Cigars gift set that uh, I've been uh, hoarding in my humidor since um, you and I were talking before the show. I think I probably bought this around Christmas time of 2020. That's a long, good time to age in there. Ah, it's got a couple of years on it. And then That's you've nice. also got a Placencia. I do. I've got the Alma Fuerte, the Hexagon. Okay. Okay. So we're both smoking so, the same same blend here. You just have the just uh, different shapes. Six sided oh, shape. Vitolas, excuse me. Vitolas. You have six sides, and I have two nipples. Well, I I like yours better, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, all oh, right. Well, well, this is starting off well. Oh, uh, you know what? I've had a I've had a day, so you know this this is good. I get to get to chill out and relax a little bit, have a cigar, and uh, perfect. Time to go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Actually, just went by and saw Miss Cindy earlier today. Talked with her for a little while, and uh, you know they had a wonderful time at their event. And now they're just sitting back and and kind of uh, relaxing a little bit. But guys, there's all kinds of great cigars rolling in over there. Uh, if you're a fan of the uh, Fratello cigars, they have that fancy new humidor that looks like the lunar like uh, module, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I I'm I don't I don't know if you know what I'm talking about there, Ken. I don't. I think I may have seen a picture, but I'm not positive on it's, one of the magazines. It's pre- it's a pretty cool humidor. It's not a big humidor. Uh, they've got uh, so you pop the top on it, and inside the little lunar capsule there, there's I think maybe I'm thinking twenty at most uh, cigars in there. But uh, but as a showpiece, if you're into to NASA and space stuff, and then also a cigar guy. This is a pretty cool little piece, but uh, 
You can get one over there at a Riverman Cigar Company. I think theirs was numbered maybe like 198 or 196 out of 200. So these are fairly limited. So, you know, you can get one over there. But they've got all kinds of other great cigars over there that you can get if you're in the St. Louis area. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, you can do mail order. So you can give Dan a call and place your order over the phone. And they will be sure to get your shipment sent out to you right away. That's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and... Cut the cigar. All right. So have you already cut and lit, or or I'm and I'm just I just cut it. I just cut it. Fantastic. Unfortunately, you can't hear the click of mine. Uh, I don't know why, because I'm wearing earbuds. I'm gathering it, so it's not transferring <laughs> the sound as well. It's all right. It's all right. So, I'm gonna give this thing a cut, and I'll tell you, it's got a torpedo edge. I always, always don't. I, I never take off enough. The first time out on a torpedo, and uh, I always have to end up going back and cutting again. But uh, and then uh, this one, it's going to be just that much harder uh, in terms of testing the draw and doing the cold draw because since it's got that little nipple on the end, now it is open uh, down there on the end a little yep. bit, but it's not nearly as big and open as a normal cigar with a with a you know cut foot. So um, we'll have to we'll have to see how the draw is as we go, but. That's uh, so why I typically use a V cut on a, a torpedo, so I can get a better airflow. Ah, good call. So, yeah, I use a deep V. Now, cold draw on this guy. Um, That's nice. It is really nice. I'm trying to pinpoint it here. Um, it's kind of a. Oh man! Was it? Is it cranberry that I'm getting on mine? Yeah, there's like I'm a dried, dry fruit. Dried fruit. And yeah, like a raisin like, or a cranberry, and almost like a little like, but no, nah, I wouldn't say Cherry. it's not as sweet as a raisin. So I'm liking the cranberry. I'm really liking the yeah. cranberry, but yeah, like that or one of those uh, dry cherries too. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I I'll go with that. I I've, I have this little thing in the back of my head saying that there's a slight bit of like, almost like a. Not a graham cracker, but almost like a little bit of a of a breadiness, just a slight yes. little breadiness to go yes, along. Yes, almost kind of like a um, what's it called, like a shortbread. Ooh, you know what? Yes, a light shortbread yeah. with heavy, like either dried cherry or or yep. cranberry on top of it. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. That's what we're going with. So we're lighting up now. I'm lighting up because I'm I'm looking forward okay. to this guy. I've like I said, I've had this gift set for. A number of years, and I've just kind of been sitting on it, never, never actually lit it up. So, yeah, uh, looking forward. I always overlight on these salamones as well, mm -hmm. kind of scorch the end. So I tried real hard just to light the nipple. So it's always nice to play with the nipple. Mm-hmm. You know. This has got a nice meaty. Pinky, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> this has got a nice meaty one too. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um so, so Ken, how have you been, buddy? <laughs> I have been well. I have been well. It's been a heck of a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's very slow for us down here, but uh we're doing the best we can and gotten the place um reset up. I moved some furniture around, moved my cash register around, got a new cash register. Trying to set up the whole new POS thing so we're a little more efficient and a lot faster on checkout and things. Yeah. And just trying to make things work better while the time's down. 
Now, did you have a POS before and you're just upgrading or are you going from like a old school register to a POS system? No, I had a POS system before, but they stopped um, licensing. So oh. basically they're, they're getting out of the industry okay. and so changing to someone else. So I had no choice but to switch over to a different company. And I just picked, um, went with GoDaddy and setting it all up right now. Um, my stepdaughter works with us and we are just setting it up as best as we can to make it as efficient as possible for checkout gotcha. and for us doing inventory and everything. Well, that's cool. I, there's so many cool things that I know you can do with a POS system. I don't know what yours necessarily does, but I've talked to other retailers and, you know, you can establish like customer accounts to where you can do yeah. reward points and, and track out like their purchase history to where if like, let's say their, their wife or girlfriend or somebody like that comes in and says, Hey, I want to get a gift. Um, you know, what do they smoke? And you can tell them exactly yeah. like, okay, for the last six months, this guy has been heavy on Padron. You need to go. Right. You know, yeah. So like, I, exactly. I, I think that's really a key component. And for a shop. And in theory, my this system I just went to is supposed to be able to do all of that. I will let you know that. I, we just put it in two days ago, so mm. yesterday was our first day in use. Mm. So I will let you know that after this weekend when I can start running some reports. Well, I look forward <laughs> to seeing the POS system when I'm down there. And so I'm going to train you. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's it. That's what's going on now. I see. I'm working those days. So oh, you thought this was going to be an easy I thought this was just a vacation. What did I know? So, um, so yeah. So let's talk about the trip here. So, um, why, why am I coming down, Ken? Why are you coming down? Why am well, I coming we, down? we are trying to get you out of your hectic life up there and get you to relax <laughs> just a little bit. I'm, I'm, and also for business, we're gonna we're gonna help them do some business too because we're gonna have to write this off some way, shape, or form. And the only way you can do that is if you work. Precisely. So we're bringing you down because we are doing a special event with some guy named Michael something. I never get his last name right. Uh, <laughs> is it Hertz? Call it. Oh, Mister Mister GQ. Yes, Mr. GQ. Mr. GQ, Michael Herklotz. Yes. So Fantastic. he is actually going to stop by the shop with my with his rep and just hang out with us for a little while. And I figured what better time to be there than when Nick is down. I love it. I love it. So I needed something to draw you down, and I think this might have been the perfect hook. You know, it's one of those things that we had Michael on the show way back when. Um, after he'd left Nat Sherman... But before he had announced the creation of Ferry Otago. Correct. And, I remember that episode. And I asked him point blank if he had thought about buying the Nat Sherman stuff and doing it. And you remember how I told you I was canceling that Zoom so there wouldn't be a little chime? Yep. Well, the chime just started. Anyway. Oh, no. That's okay. This is live, live live podcasting. So stuff happens. So anyway, so so I point blank asked him if he had he had and I distinctly remember he said, "You know, I know a lot of people have thought that, but you're the first one that's actually directly asked me." Directly asked. <laughs> <And> <laughs> On he, air. <laughs> and he danced around the question in such a way that I was like, "Okay, I guess he's not going to do it." And then I think it was maybe like a month later that he announced that, "Yeah, you know what? We're mm -hmm. doing Ferry Otago and we're bringing yeah. all these brands." And I'm like, "You crap. Crafty bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then since then, uh, and and it's just been a scheduling thing between he and I. We just haven't been able to get it get it 
pinned down and scheduled that uh, I haven't been able to get him back on to talk about Ferry Otago since then. So um, this will be fun. I'll actually be able to sit and talk yeah. with, with Michael about Ferry Otago. Uh, I'm wondering if he's just been a little busy. I would think so. My God, he seems to be everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> now, you know what's fun? I have... Oh, where are... They're somewhere in my humidor. I have two of the... Um, so he comes out with those limited edition cigars every year. Yes. Uh, what is it? The Generoso and the... Okay. Uh, and I don't remember the other one. But mm. the stronger of the two. I think it's the Generoso is the yes. stronger of the two. I have two of those from 2021 which was the first year that they put those out that um, are chilling in the humidor that I had bought with the intention of smoking when we got him on the show to discuss Ferry Otego. And so uh, they're still just chilling there. So I might bring those down. I might bring those, those down. Those are going to get a few extra miles on them before it, they get smoked. Right? Get a few, well, they, <laughs> they came to me from New Hampshire, and then they'll you know come down to Florida. So they will have traveled, and they'll have a few extra years on them precisely. So that'll be good. That'll, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. So, um, so yeah. Very so, nice. So Michael Herklotz. Now, you, you carry Ferry Otego. Obviously, I carry the timeless line, and I will should hopefully have Ferio Tego in before he gets there if they can get him to me in time. Yes, okay, okay. So I'm trying to get those in as we speak. So well, that'll be fun. And yes. uh, now, have you you know? Forgive my ignorance. I'm just asking yes. questions here. Um, you've done events uh, with with manufacturers and and you know these guys before. I okay. Being that I'm a new store owner, only a year old, I did not do any in my first year. So oh. this is actually going to be the first. Well, I've had DDA, who we you and I have smoked on yes. in the past at the store several times, and he's come and met with my members and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I've never done a formalized event. Um, this will be. This one's really not going to be considered a super formalized and this is going to be a very informal event where he's just going to be there and hanging out kind of a cut and, and light not, yeah basically a cut and light and just to say hello and um but i am working very diligently to have several more events i know dda and i are planning a very big um cigar and wine pairing dinner Ooh. in the middle of november that we're do, looking to do at in where we are in European Village and Palm Coast, and we're looking to get about 25 people for that. So that should be a very high-end exclusive event. Um, I'm trying to do things a little differently because I'm such a small store that for me to get a good event and have it very popular, it's going to be very difficult because I just don't have the square footage. No, for sure, for sure. So well, once you see my shop, you'll understand that better. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm gathering. So, but like, <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like your weather, you uh -huh. you have the ability to do events. I mean, maybe maybe not. In I don't know what your January is like. I mean, is your January nice enough? You could do an outdoor event. There are days in January or weeks in January that yes, I can. But there will be some nights that I can't. It would have to be earlier, early afternoon yeah. to early evening. And we can do events because, yeah, the days are in the 60s and 70s, and it gets into the 30s at night. Oh, see, Sue, so you could do something maybe like on a Saturday during the day yeah. if it's nice enough, you know? Yeah. So, see, that's so, yeah, that's the nice thing is you kind of have the ability to do events. Year-round. Kind of, yeah. The only thing I would think is maybe in the summertime it might be a little too warm for you to be wanting to. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what your summer's 
generally are. They're brutal. Okay. <laughs> They're brutal. <laughs> okay. Well, then, yeah. So maybe summertime outdoor events aren't exactly the answer. But uh, With real feel this summer, we hit over 100 days straight of 100 plus degrees of real feel, which is like 96 with real feel. We were in like 105, 106 for almost 100 days Gross. or oh, just over 100 days. Gross. Gross. So, I mean, we had a hot summer here in St. Louis, but we didn't have a hundred days worth of it like that. So, yeah, we had a very long summer this year. So, yeah. it was beautiful, though. I, I mean, I got to say, I've never lived in Florida before, and coming down here and on on a whim and moving here, I'm in love with it. Good. This weather we're having right now is absolutely perfect. That's great. Now, you were saying that this is—it's been kind of slow this month, though. Like is is October or well I guess September because we're in the beginning of October here. Yeah. Is September typically kind of a slower time? But because I, I would yeah, think the, the weather would still be getting nicer to where maybe it would be more apt for people to come out. Yeah, you got to remember where we are. We are uh, opposites because we are we're busy during the winter, the the fall, winter, and spring, and we're not very busy in summer. Okay. All so, of the because all of the snowbirds come down with us. I see. In the middle of October through the beginning of March, April, and then when summer starts, all of the that's almost twenty five percent of our our residents yeah. are gone. Okay, so from like mid April to beginning or so of October, it's yep. pretty slow. Uh, well, we're usually pretty busy until we hit about. Um, the end of May. So Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend really hurts us. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so no. we're totally different than the rest of the country, pretty that, much. That is fascinating to think about that because you're right. Like, you know, shops up here, uh, I mean, you know, there's a little bit of business at like Christmas time with gift giving and that sort of thing. But typically around here come like, uh, I don't know, mid-November into... Eh, maybe mid March, it's uh, it's kind of slow, and yeah, because with, you with guys are pockets. so freaking cold. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's, That's why I don't live up in that area anymore. <laughs> See, I've got my ice tent. I'm okay. I haven't had to break that out yet. Thank God. It's well, still, what's so, the temperature like up there right now? I'm sitting outside right now, and the current temperature as we speak. Let me bring this up. Is a nice, uh, cool seventy degrees. Oh, beautiful! Yep, seventy degrees. And we're, and I'm at seventy nine. So, however, we are looking at a low tonight of forty nine. So it does definitely drop. Uh, the next few oh. days, we're in the mid to low sixties. Wow. So, yeah, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I won't complain about that. Yeah, this is perfect weather up there for you guys. Oh, this is this is yeah. great patio weather. And the nice yeah. thing is at night, it's great fire pit weather. That's even better. For sure. For sure. That's what we're looking forward to. I like our I like our January, February and March just for putting fire pits out and sitting around and getting a bunch of guys around and having a bottle or two passed and sitting smoking and just enjoying and or just sitting outside with my wife and just enjoying the beautiful weather. And the sky on on the canals. Oh, for sure. I love a nice fire pit. That sounds mm -hmm. really nice. That sounds nice. So um, before we continue, let's talk about this placentia for a little bit. I'm I, I I'm at past the nipple, and I'm in the main part of the cigar now. And my burn line, I must have must have lit it right because my burn line is really really sharp, 
and nice and straight all around. It's smoking wonderfully. It's it's got a nice little bit of uh, body to it, but it's uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's very very smooth. It's very good. That's the one thing I've found with Placencia is how amazingly consistent they are. They're slowly. There's three lines that I have just fallen in love with over the last year. Placencia is one of them. Aganorsa, Aladino. Oh, I'm sorry. Four and the DDA line. Yeah, all of them are amazing. Um. Now let me ask. In terms of Aladino, yes. Did you order the Sumatra? I think I did. I'm one, pretty sure I the, ordered the limited edition one that's coming out this fall. Yes, I did. I'm waiting. I think oh. I got an email from Trey the other day that they're supposed to be shipping next week. Yeah, they're in Miami. I don't know how cl- soon they're clearing customs and all that. But I only say that because on the last episode, the one prior to this one, yeah. uh, Trey Mac joined me on that, and I smoked a, uh early sample. I got uh, Aladino sent me one, and I was able to smoke it and, and give it a review. Holy crap, that might wow. be the best cigar that Aladino's put out. Isn't that an? Uh, I gotta say, I was able to get one at the PCA when I went. So, yeah, and that's when I got my order put in, and I was like, "Wow, that was truly amazing." I smoked it two weeks ago. I smoked it because I was sitting and I was not in a very good mood. Yeah, I went down to my dock on the water and brought a bottle of Irish whiskey with me and said, "Let's listen to some music and smoke a damn good cigar." And it did not let me. Oh, live that down it that was, was fantastic it song. was lights out i really yeah. enjoyed it and uh i know that's going to be the thing that kind of replaces the corojo reserve number four for this fall and probably next fall um but i'm hoping that after those two years they kind of consider just making it a regular thing in the line because it's it's got some some power to it, but at the same time, it's yes. very very balanced and good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed yeah. it. So all of your customers should be looking for that when that rolls in, because uh, yeah, that's that that thing's going to be going quick, I imagine. And my it's silly me, and I I thought I was going to order enough. I think I've got all of my pre all of my order that I have coming in already sold. Well, there so you go. I was like, hey. I was like, this isn't going to be even fair for some people because I'm not going to be able to have. It. I only got, I ordered six or eight boxes. Oh, I don't wow. remember. And um, they were uh, my guys were. We were just getting Aladino in. We just started him, and my guys were like on the fence with him, and now they're all in love with him, and they're like, we want the next ones. Wow. I was like, hold on a second, guys. This is not going to work out well for someone because I'm keeping a box for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shop owner prerogative. You do what you do. You know, it's like, hey, if they want one, they can pony yeah. up. We can have a bidding yeah. war. So uh, I'll have a party one night and we'll invite them over to the house and I'll give them out. See, there you go. It'll all work out. They'll be fine. I've got some fantastic members, so I uh, truly will give them a shirt off my back if I had to. These guys have supported me so well and have helped out so much that it's just been truly amazing. Well, I look forward to partying with them here in a week or so. You'll get to meet. I think you'll get to meet almost all of them. And I've got one special one that you you definitely have to meet. He's one of our listeners. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. His name is Ricky Vogel, who loves the show. So I'm giving him a shout out on the show right now. Ricky, this one's for you, buddy. (laughs) I'll see you over on the shop this weekend or actually in two weekends when you hear this. So come and see me, and we'll have a good time. And make sure you're there from the 17th through the 19th, so you can actually meet Nick in person. I will be around, Ricky. So 
It'll be a good time. And then I know there's at least one uh, one of my listeners from uh, Michigan. Michigan. That's coming I got a down. strange phone call the other day, I and like, I was like, this is Sean. I was like, Sean who? Sean from he Michigan. Goes, from Michigan. I was like, oh, hey, Sean from Michigan. How can I help you? He goes, <laughs> so is, I heard some stuff about people going to be at the shop, at the store and all that. Is that true? I go, I'm working on it. I think it's, most of it's true. Yeah. He goes, well, then I'm coming down. I go, how did you even hear about me down here? He goes, oh, I listened to Nick. I was like, oh, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping that some of my other Florida-based listeners are hearing this and marking it down on the calendar because, uh, you know, it'll be a good time. Like I, like, like we're saying that that Thursday the 19th, you know, Michael Herklotz will be there. But, uh, you know, you never know what might happen on Wednesday the 18th. If nothing 18th. else, I'll be around, you know, and. We'll, uh, exactly. we'll, we'll have a good time. I mean, all kinds of wackiness tends to follow me. If nobody has learned this over the last four years or so of this show, wackiness tends to follow me. So just show up. You never know what's going to happen. I've got some nice exclusive. I only tell them in person stories, too. So that'll work. Oh, out. yeah. So I get to finally hear these stories. Then, yeah, huh? I mean, you know, I only there are ones. I only that got are... to hear some really bad stories about you when you were a kid from your dad. Oh so that's dear all I God! Got. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> great! Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I, uh, you've you've thrown I me off, guys. You, I stumped them. You rattled me there. <laughs> I'm like sitting back going, "Oh God, what is he talking about?" But yeah, <laughs> there was that time in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So um, no, it'll be it'll be a good time. We're gonna have a fun time, I'm sure. And uh, this would be a good time. Yeah. So um, otherwise. Uh, what, do you have anything else that's scheduled for that, or is it all just kind of unofficial and we're not talking about it just yet? At this, there, there's talks of uh, possibly having a, another person coming in on one of those days and doing a actual event, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to zero that in. I don't want to throw names out right now because I don't want. I know he listens to the show, and I just don't want to put pressure on if it can't happen, if it can't happen. So. This might be a pop-up where Nick will say something within the next week or so, and they have to add a, a, a blurb into one of his spots about <laughs> a specialty thing happening. We can do that. But we will, we'll let you know if that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. We can, we can do that. So, Little... But I don't like promising things that I can't come through with. Nah, you know what? Nobody – I mean, stuff happens. We don't need to – we don't need to overpromise and then underdeliver. We can we can just uh, it's better to do the opposite. So no, this will work out, and you know so. I can always put out a little special edition, short little thing. I mean, everybody just might get a little extra podcast on Wednesday that says, "Hey, by the way, when I'm in Ash and Ale, this is going <laughs> to happen." You know, we can do that if this comes to fruition. Then we will make that happen. Nick. Now the thing I'm very curious to to see and experience at your place is it seems like, and we've talked about this before in the past, a lot of uh, cigar lounges or places that have alcohol, they serve spirits. But you don't serve spirits. You serve wine and beers. Correct. And you do the pairings with the wines and the beers. And I'm very curious to see and experience kind of how that works. Because, um, you know, I'm not a big drinker uh by and large but um still i'm I'm just curious to like i said it's it everybody always is like oh whiskey you pair this with this whiskey pair that with this whiskey or whatever and and 
but but to do it with wine and to do it with beer that that just seems like a different kind of thing and i'm i'm like i said i'm just curious to give that a shot are do you are you a sweet you, you do like sweets if i remember the show correctly, i like your, sweets your segments yeah. yes i'm not big in like i'm not an ipa drinker okay really. i'm not a, i don't like the hoppy beers um uh, a lot of times with beer to be honest i'm not much of a beer drinker per se i like cider i like ciders a lot okay. um and then when it comes to wine yeah, I'm not a I'm not one that's like, oh, I like a very dry red or something like that. I I tend to do more of like a sweet white, you know, that sort of thing, but Okay. But I'm open to trying whatever. I mean, you know, well, we can, we can try whatever. We're going to give you a few different options with the with the sticks that we go over okay. uh, when you're at the shop and maybe we can even put together a little segment while you're there so you can explain to them how you enjoy it and how you found these tastings. I like so that idea. So, when people when people are asking you, because so many people ask your information on Ask the Boys, which we do need more callers on. Sorry, we do. Guys. We do. We we need to get more callers on. I know. So, I know. but uh, this way, then now you can start helping these these poor guys out who are trying to do the same thing and learning, saying, "Hey, I've done the liquor. Let's try something different. We're going into winter now. Let's try some beer. Let's try some port. Some some good wine. Now, do it's you very do, cozy?" Uh... Do you, no, I think that's a great idea. Do you do um, uh, like a? I know a lot of shops still do like a weekly pairing where like they they have a cigar and a drink that they is their special for the week and they kind of promote that and then the next week they have a different pairing that they promote. Do you do anything like that? I do not. It's a very good idea to do. Yeah, I do not do that. Um, I it was something we my my daughter who works with me and I have talked about starting to do up. Cause she was a bartender for quite a few years before she came to work for me. She moved down from Georgia and she started working in the shop with me pretty much. She takes half the time. I take half the time and I've got one other person who covers my Saturdays for me. Okay. His name is monkey. Who is an amazing, amazing salesperson, cigar person, just a great person all in general. So Perfect. I'm blessed to have two great people to support me. I've got one or two other guys who, if I have to run out of town for something or want to do something that I can call and have, get my back for me. So I am very, very lucky that way. Perfect. Um, but the people I do have all have their own little specialty niches. And with all of us together, with my hospitality background and monkeys hospitality background, our bartending people, it, it, it makes things very interesting because we can, between the three or four of us, we can answer an awful lot of questions and we can come up with like some great bullshit also. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, now I just did a retro hail on this guy, and it's uh, it's smooth. There's a little hint of some sort of a spice, but call me crazy. It's almost like nutmeg. I, see, I was getting coffee. Was that? I'm not much of a retro hailer. I, it just yeah. destroys me. Oh, I try. Um, you've listened to the show. You know me. I've heard this. I've, I remember the first three years. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm getting better slowly but surely. I swear I'm getting better. But you know. But um, yeah, there is some sort of nutmeg. It could be a coffee. It could be a spiced coffee that I'm getting. And that might be what I. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's always so hard to pin it down exactly, but. Uh, you know, it seems but like it's, it's some sort of spice. To, it has a spice to it that is is definitely different. From, not a um, not a pepper. It's not, not a pepper. no pepper. Almost no, no pepper. No. Um, that's one of the things I truly love about Placencia because I, I very rarely ever get a peppery draw, which is so weird. Not having pepper in your cigar flavoring. 
mm-hmm. that this is just so different. And that's what I like about some of the Aladinos have it for me. Some of them don't. The Aganorses, very few of them have it. So, but there's several ones out there that whenever I smoke them, I'm like, okay, is this white, red, or black pepper? <laughs> so, no, for sure. Well, yeah. When you start getting into like red pepper, white pepper, black pepper, I'm like, yep. it's all pepper to me, you know? But, uh, <laughs> Um, I'm looking at my little sampler box here and it talks about how, um, they've been, uh, growing the highest quality tobacco in the purest soils of Nicaragua and Honduras. Um, so, uh, you know, and it says handmade Nicaragua on the back. So, you know, I'm all over the set apparently. Um, I, uh, with that being said, given the fact that it probably, I don't know the exact makeup of this specific, the, the Alma Forte. I guess I could have looked that up. Um, but uh, given that, I would have assumed that with Nicaraguan tobacco, you would get that kind of peppery spice I'm, to it. You're right. And it's nice that, that it's giving you something different, you know? Yes, I, I agree with you 100%. That's one of the things I love about the Placencia line. It kind of breaks away from the norm of a Nicaraguan. And smokes kind of more between like a Dominican and a Honduran. It it yeah, well, and the the flavor is just out of yep. this world. And you know, and it's one of those things that I've talked to some folks, and uh, you know, at least here in the middle of the country, we're cheap smokers. You know, you you see a twenty dollars cigar, that's whoa boy, that better be a really good cigar for me to spend twenty bucks <laughs> on that. You know, but uh, you know, and with Placencia, with the price point yeah. on it. Um, I do think a lot of people, at least here where I'm at, they tend to maybe look at it and be like, eh, it's a little higher priced. I don't know if I want to give that a shot. But the quality of this cigar matches the price point. 100%. And all of the cigars in their line, I don't think you can go bad. It's To me, it's a kind of like a, the Padron line. Mm-hmm. From their 1000 series all the way up to their family reserves and their 80th anniversary. That you're not going to get a bad cigar. No matter what you do, you're going to have a decent and enjoyable smoke. For sure. And, and you, Placencia is the same way. I, I have yet to find one that does not. It might not be what I like. I'm not much of a Connecticut smoker. Me neither. Even I can smoke I can smoke their their Connecticut and have no problem. Their Compo. It's yeah. a great cigar. They. I just. Yeah. I'm just really impressed with the quality of these cigars. And. Uh, that's why I, I, I got this gift box for myself. I actually bought this for myself um, because I remember thinking that it was a super good deal. And if I remember right, don't quote me because, I mean, my God, this has been, you know, going on four years ago. But uh, if I remember right, this was a five-pack sampler for like 85 bucks. That and sounds I, about right. But I, I remember thinking like, well, each cigar or each Placentia typically runs – somewhere between depending upon which one you're getting 15 and right. 25 dollars so i was yeah. thinking like you know that that doesn't that doesn't sound out of line and it actually sounds like you know given what's in it um you would you would be getting a deal so i went ahead and bought it and like, i just i never cracked the thing open and i'm glad i didn't because now i'm sitting here with this thing with three extra eight years of age on it and it's it's very pleasant Oh yeah, the, I've I, I have a little stash of the hexes in my humidor at home. Mm. So when I went in there today, I was trying to figure out what to smoke on the show, and I was like, "Hmm, I've got an interesting selection." I just had a had a pretty 
good month of people bringing gifts in from around the world for me and things like that. Nice. Well, all of my members who are traveling and always, that's the one nice thing about the, I guess, being a shop owner, people always bring me things and you have samples, <laughs> people trying to sell you stuff. So you always have cigars. You always got stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and that's one of my worlds. It's like, I very rarely pull anything off my shelves anymore. I just go into, I keep a cubby at um, one of my lockers yeah. at work and I keep it filled with cigars and I literally will pull, go in there and just pull them out instead of taking something off the shelf. So now, I can see if I do other things out there that I like. That's good because I've heard, you know, Dave Garofalo has said that the most expensive cigar that a shop owner can smoke is one off their shelf because Correct. You know, at that point you've paid to bring it in, you've paid all the taxes on it and everything like that. And then now you've also cost yourself the Correct. revenue of a customer buying that Correct. cigar and everything. So, yeah, no, if you're able to just basically smoke off samples and gifts, then psh, go yep. for it, man. And I do that. And plus I go to shops. I take my guys, as I think I said on the last episode we were, I was on, I take my guys on field trips to other lounges within 150 to 100 miles of me, That's even nice. over to Tampa. And we go and have a great time and I'll always buy four or five, six cigars wherever we go just so I have, so I can give the guys the other places business, but also for me to sample things that I've never smoked. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy trying to go out and find things I don't typically smoke. No, that's, that's great. I mean, well, and, and you gotta be able to expand out your palate. You can't just stick with the same stuff because, uh, you know, they're, they're, you're, as a retailer, you're looking for all kinds of different things, not just what you like necessarily, but you Correct. have to you have to expand your palate out so that, you know, you try different stuff so that you know, hey, this is something that's really good. I need to bring this in. I think my guys would really like it. I, I'm 100% in agreement. And I, as I said on the last show, I think too as well, I try to keep towards the, uh, the small, I don't want, I don't have very many of the huge lines. Mm-hmm. I've got Padron, I've got in, I've got Camacho, I've got Villager, which is one of my better sellers. I've got, um, who else would I consider a major line? I've got, oh, I have one shelf of, uh, one area of Cohibas. I've got one Partagas, the Maximo. That's okay. just a fantastic cigar. Um, I've got a few Macanudos. But other than that, everything else I have are regional or I've got the big ones. I've got Bandolero. I'm going to be getting other United products in and hopefully within the next few weeks, maybe a month, I'm going to be hopefully even stepping up and getting into the the the, the better lines of theirs, the Atabe and oh, the yeah. Byron. Yeah. So, Boy, that Atabe. Okay, so we're talking earlier about how neither one of us really smoke a lot of Connecticut's. Holy right. crap, that Atabe. What a, oh. That's not just a Connecticut, though. No. There, there's something special about that. I wish I knew what it was. The, smoking that is so unique. Oh, my God, the flavor on that flavor. thing. I mean, you're not going to get your throat slit with, with strength and body. I mean, it's not going to be a strong, bold right. cigar. But the flavor on flavor. that thing is just out of this world. Yes. Yeah. 100%, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, oh. it, to me, it's one of my favorite cigars. I think I've got s- probably seven or eight of those in my humidor right now. Yeah. I've got two or three Byrons, and I've got two Alfonsos, and I have yet to even break into the Alfonsos. I just did my first Byron a week ago. Yeah. La- yeah. No, actually, it was, it was Sunday, so just a few days ago. I'll tell you, when I was up in New Hampshire last year, um, it was – very difficult to not just keep hitting that cabinet at two guys and um, (laughs) 
but I had to because my debit card would have caught fire if I would have kept yes. doing that. But um, they are pricey sticks. They are pricey sticks, but I did smoke my fair share of them uh, while I was up there because I'm like, I don't see these in my area, and I have to get them while I can. And uh, it's, it, oh my god, they're great. They're just fantastic. It's cigars. so it's so funny because. A buddy of mine and I went up to St. Augustine yesterday, which is about a 30-minute drive north of me. Okay. And there's probably 45 cigar shops and two or three lounges in, in St. Augustine. Yeah, maybe not that many. Maybe there's 15 and two, mm-hmm. uh, 15 lounges. But I know Island Jim hangs out at one of them and right around the corner from where I hang out. And so we were looking for him, and he wasn't anywhere to be found. But I was trying to find him and to see if I can get him up to come up while you're here so you can see him. Yeah. And um, hopefully I can still pull that off. I did send him a text and we'll see what he says. And, um, but we went, there's a one shop up there that has the whole line of all of the Byron's, the Atabays and the Alfonso's. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, this is impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. And you yeah. know, I, I mean, once you get those in and everything, you need to talk to Oliver at United and see about <laughs> uh, the idea of getting uh, Nelson um, Alfonso for an event. Because I'll tell you, oh. so I, I've met I met my fair share of cigar guys over the last handful of years. I mean, you know, yeah. not, not bragging or anything like that. But oh, no. you should, man. You have done pretty well for someone who wasn't smoking up four and a half years ago. Right. Where I, you are now, I was gonna say, you need to brag. Mid-2018, I had my first yeah. one. Um, yeah. But I'll say this. Nelson Alfonso is one of the nicest men you will meet. And that guy, I mean, he has forgotten more about cigars than probably any of us will ever know. Um, wow. You know, he, he real big into, like, like graphics and design and everything he did a lot of the design work for um uh the cohiba uh the bahike you know with the gold with the gold and the black and white checkers and all that and everything um he knows so much about cuban cigars and and all that but he yeah i mean he would be at a fantastic event for you if if that That would be awesome off I will have to get in touch with Oliver. I actually started working with Oliver, and I finally just got my rep for our area. Mm. And his name is Adrian Acosta, mm-hmm. and um, who actually happens to know and used to work for Michael. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. And so I'm actually thinking about calling him up and telling him that Michael's going to be here and see if he can make it up. You should. Small world. I think that I would will. be fun. That would be a yeah. lot of fun. Tell him, to bring, kid, uh, tell him to bring Atabe samples with him. I will ask him if he <laughs> he hasn't had any yet, but I'll see if he can get some. Yeah, you know, whatever. He's but hold, his dad he's is holding a out on legacy you. in the yeah. His dad's a legacy in the uh, the industry. So his dad was the head of Ergon, or what is it, the person in charge of all the growing for Aganorsa as of, oh. and he 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 resigned or put his notice in and left in 2020. Oh wow! So he had a long, long standing term with him and this kid worked with michael down at uh, nat sherman in manhattan oh very cool and never told him his dad who his dad was and got his job on his own until one day he and his dad showed up at the shop together and michael's like who's this he goes this is my dad he goes you never told me that you were related <laughs> so 
this kid has a great story. If you get to meet him, actually, I'm going to call him and I'm see if he can get up there because he would be a great interview because he's got some amazing stories for a person who's only 40 years old in this industry. That'd be great. I would like that too. So, um, no, that'd be fantastic. So, well, very cool. Well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to coming down. I hope some of my Florida listeners, you know, I know Florida. I mean. Look, it's one of those things. It's a we're, state, you know, so like it's not like we're three hours from Tampa. We're three hours from West Palm, Jupiter area. Guys, take a drive for the afternoon and show your support for Nick. You've been listening to him. Come and have fun with him. <laughs> it's not a support for me. I'm coming down to support <laughs> you in your shop. So like, you uh-huh. know, it's one of those things. There you go. This OK, is, come support me and I then see Nick say, and Dave as a bonus. Yeah, I was saying, it's, it's a synergy <laughs> thing here. You know, it this all is a yeah, symbiotic relationship. Precisely. Precisely. Well, and speaking of somebody that's in the Florida area. It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. Brought to you Uh-oh. by Villager. Villager Cigar, <laughs> leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee I carry them. cigars will be a wonderful addition <laughs> to your humidor and cigar rotation. So, okay. So, yeah. Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. I had emailed Renee. I plan on following up here uh, probably after we get off the uh, the air so that I can uh, remember to do so. Uh, follow up with him. But I had, I had mentioned to Renee that I was going to be up in that area. And uh, he said he had some family in the Orlando area and he thought he might be able to pop up. So I'm going to try and see if we can make that happen as well. But uh, Perfect. Because so, it would be nice to see Renee. I haven't, see, I haven't actually seen Renee in person since do, 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 TPE 2022 22 so, yeah cuz he yeah. cuz they weren't there this year cuz this year they were um uh, uh, well TPE um f- was was a month later and it right. coincided when they were cutting the ribbon and doing their uh celebration for their new factory down in uh I think Nicaragua and yeah. um they uh they couldn't make the the TP show. They just went to PCA, and so um yeah, it's been oh my gosh, coming up two years since I've seen Renee in person. But you know, it'd be nice to catch up and and see him. Yeah, I just met I met Renee down in PCA uh, earlier this year for the first time. It was very funny because he came running up to me. He goes, he saw my name badge. He goes. I was told I have to meet you and say hello. <laughs> well, I, I gave him by. I gave him a heads up that you were coming by, you know. So I had a meeting with my rep Hector down there, so it was a very good. It was a it was an awesome event. So perfect. They did a very good job and had a great booth. Well, perfect. I look forward to hopefully catching up with Renee at your place. But now it's the uh, Villager Entertainment Report. So, Uh-oh. Wh- what have you been watching? What have you been entertained by? Do you even have time to watch or be entertained by anything these days? Actually, this this the last two weeks I have. I've had a few medical issues that I've gone through, so oh. I've had plenty of time to sit and just relax and watch TV. So, well, that's while I was slow, I'm trying to get it all done. No, it's all good. It's all stuff that needed to be done. I was just pushing off. Ah, I get that. So. Yes. So, but I have one of the things I've been watching. Um, just watched a show called Devil in Ohio. Okay. It's on Netflix. It has, um, it was, if anyone's watched Bones, the main character from Bones is the main character in this. 
The woman and or the man? A, oh, the woman. The okay. man. The woman. Yep. Okay. The woman. And uh, it was just awesome. Um, kind of a, uh, I, I, without saying too much, it's held out in the middle of Ohio, obviously, and some you can. You're not sure if it's demonic or if it's what it is, but it's a person who gets hurt, gets brought to civilization. The person at civilization tries to help, finds out more about the background, and then twist after twist. It's, it's just a very good show. Right. Um, it was very interesting, uh, entertaining for, I think it was eight or nine, eight episodes, maybe, maybe nine. Okay. But that was fun. Um, okay. And then... I've watched that, then I watched. Um, I watch a lot of shows, just sci-fi shows. So this one was called The Cursed. I don't know that on one on Netflix, and it's about. Um, it's set back in King Arthur's day, and it's the story about King Arthur and an Excalibur sword and the Devil's Tooth sword, who was one of the ones built in the hellhounds, dogs, and everything that destroys everything. It, it was a very interesting show. Okay. It has magic. It has uh, different kinds of mutating people. It's it's just very interesting. And Merlin's in it. So it, so it makes it a very interesting storyline behind what the, the not, not the regular story, but the, the main story of it is trying to get this sword to Merlin to save the world. Okay. From from the Crusades, basically. Okay. It was very interesting. Oh, I'll have to look into both of those. Um, I have been watching uh, a lot of documentaries lately. I, well, I've been going back and forth. Documentaries and then uh, catching up on Futurama. Because uh, there's, <laughs> there's that new season on Hulu, and I'm all, Ooh, yep. I'm almost re- I'm almost to the end of the old stuff that I hadn't seen, and then I'm all, I'm I'm I think I'm only one episode away from the new season. And oh uh, really? Yeah. So I've been I've been burning through Futurama, which I love that show. That it it it's uh, you know it's it's obviously animated, but it's so smart. There's so much to that Clever. show yes. that is is baked into it i mean uh i've i've heard and read that you know so many of the writers had advanced math and science degrees so like there's a lot of legit like science and math baked into this thing that they're just oh, being you, wacky with i remember you i think i was on a, an episode about a month ago yeah. you actually brought this up and said about the formulas that are on the backboards and yeah. everything that were all actual formulas of, yeah. of true equations and everything. I was like, wow, I didn't realize that. No, Futurama is a very <sighs> smart show. Um, yeah. just I used happened, to watch that with my kids. It just happens to be ridiculous, you know. But yes. um, but I've been watching <laughs> that. But I've been but total other opposite end of the spectrum. So I talked on a uh, recent show about how I watched uh, the Jared from Subway documentary and yeah, how I, messed up that was. Well. I went down the rabbit hole, and Uh-oh. I have recently started watching. It's on Hulu. It's a twelve-part documentary series called "Secrets of Playboy," and it's basically all about just how completely, just wretched, some of the shit behind the scenes in the Playboy Empire was. And they're talking about the the Playboy clubs with the bunny waitresses and how. When shit would happen with the waitresses, they had a Playboy cleanup crew staffed with, like, Playboy security that would make sure that cops weren't involved and this and that and whatever and all this kind of stuff. And just some of the just 
absolute depravity. And everybody just kind of has this, this image of, of Playboy as being like the, um, oh, the the cleaner men's magazine. It's not the dirty ones, you know, like like Penthouse and all the others. But and and maybe the magazine itself was presented in a classier kind of way. But Hugh Hefner, man, like the Hefner family's not coming out of this thing unscathed. I mean, they're no. it, it, this is not good. And you know, he's got they've got former girlfriends of Hef on there talking about how he would manipulate them and, and this and that and whatever and how cult like life in the mansion was and this and that and whatever and yeah i haven't gotten to the one episode i think it's episode eight that's the one where they talk about um hef's uh friends and some of the bullshit they were able to get away with and the friends include roman polanski and bill cosby and apparently the bill cosby stuff is just really really just messed up and so i'm not necessarily i don't it sounds weird to say i'm looking forward to that episode but like kind of sickly a little twisted Nick. sickly looking forward to seeing <laughs> like you know just how bad i mean because you we all have heard the things about bill cosby but like this this show man i mean it's it's laying it all out there so um yeah it's it it's just one of those things that playboys had that image of um women as you said the cleaner well women empowerment that like oh you know these women are taking hold of their sexuality and they're embracing it and blah 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 and all that and it's like no there was a lot of women that were just straight up taken advantage of and uh yeah that, that this is not not this this clean cut stuff that everybody tried to say playboy was so I don't know. Uh, so I've, it's I've been, interesting. I've been going down a weird rabbit hole lately with with that kind of stuff. It's an interesting topic, yeah. Whenever you get into, I guess, I don't like the word pornography, but I don't know what other word to use, mm-hmm. um, sexualization of people. Yeah. Um, there's going to have, there has to be some sort of depravity there that just goes goes a little further than what we, what our, ho- what our thoughts want them to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. unfortunately and people always wind up getting taken advantage of and that, that's an interesting area that's a that would be a whole different t- type of podcast to talk about this it's now. yeah it's definitely bizarre i mean and like i said it's 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 eye-opening as somebody who you know like i said i always kind of like oh you know playboy they have the quality articles and you know the pictures are classier than than the other play you know whatever but like <laughs> No, no, it's it's they 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 dressed it up well. Let's put it that way. They 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 dressed it up well and they did what they had to do. But I mean, there's an entire episode talking about um, uh, the uh, use of uh, illegal drugs in the mansions and Mm -hmm. how like one gal in the 70s, I feel like it was 1975. uh, She was like his secretary. She got arrested outside the mansion in Chicago with um, cocaine and they were trying to pin it on her that she was a mule that was bringing drugs into the mansion and all this kind of stuff. And she ended up committing suicide uh, because she didn't want to rat out Hef. But at the same wow. time, you know, she was looking at like at least 15 years in prison, you know, for this and whatnot. And it's it's but it's just it's messed up. I mean, there's it's one of those things that you learn over the course of this thing that while maybe some women 
advanced their careers, got, you know, where they are and everything because of the Playboy experience, that there's just as many, if not more women that were destroyed. just were destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. Yeah. So unfortunately, growing up in Los Angeles, you got to hear about the Playboy Mansion in Hollywood quite often. So mm -hmm. I remember stories growing up. I was there from 75 to 85. I remember stories every every month, every year about something different that happens there. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, different like, world. And, and, and the whole cult like thing, it, it yes. I, that feels like a very good descriptive of it. You know, you're mm -hmm. watching this and like you've got the grotto and the zoo and they've got these parties and this and that and whatever. And, but people can't leave, you know, the women, they don't right. leave the compound and it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's bizarre, but so it, no, it, I, it, it, it almost feels like an Epstein type thing, but it, that just happened down in. It does. Well, I mean, I, I, I haven't so far at least experienced in the show, any sort of like, you know, underage type aspects, um so that's I, true you know I'll so i mean that yeah so i mean at i'm hoping at least they had that kind of buttoned up i mean but who knows i'm only what five episodes into into 12 so for all i know episode seven is going to be all about the kitty stuff but yeah uh -oh. i mean let's I, hope not. I hope not hope i was gonna not. say yeah. i truly hope let's not. hope not but that uh, was, that's just not good yeah so no so i've been watching that and um yeah, that that's really what I've had time for lately. I haven't really expanded out. Now I have um I've been catching up with uh podcast wise, I've been catching up with uh my uh my catch uh, smoking butts and tapping ash guys. Um, yeah. I always I always like listening to them. And they're fun. Uh, uh, they're they're a good time. Um Yeah, they're fun. One of these days, man, like if you if you come up this way, we'll have to make sure we get a uh We'll get a barbecue going because uh, I literally almost surprised you on Pulpit Fest. I was uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was going to take my mom's car and drive up there. But when I figured out that she had a doctor's appointment on that Monday, it just I couldn't yeah, get it to work. Just a little too feasibly. tight. Yeah, it was just too tight. I was going to come up and just surprise you because it was just <laughs> it was the closest I've been for in, in a long time to being up where you are. And the weather was good. Not much of a cold weather person. No. So. But I would love to have been able to do that. But I hope you had a great event on that, and that yeah, went really well. We had a good time. I mean, like like I said, it's it was small but mighty. Um, oh, good. You know, people came out, and, uh, you know, they traveled from, I mean, we had guys from uh, Canada and Memphis and Atlanta and Wisconsin. I mean, you know, people came from, I think the closest guy lived across the bridge, you know. So, I mean, realistically, it was uh, – it was a lot of people traveling in, but uh, it was a good time. You know, we had a, we had a nice time. A lot of the super fans awesome. came out. You know, awesome. So, yeah. Sorry, and, I missed. And it. thank you. I'm on a, since I have you here, and we're talking about it. Thank you huh. for sending some of your house blend cigars. You sent two bundles of the house blend cigars. I did. I hope they enjoyed them. Oh, they went. <laughs> they went. Let me tell you, <laughs> they they've been enjoyed, and and we. We dug them. They're good. So they're, no, they're, they're a good house blend uh, for for the price. They're hard to beat. So yeah, I just I, I've been using them since I opened the doors, and uh, I've had an amazing, successful run with them. So those are going to be a staple for me. I really truly enjoy them. Well, you know, you got to offer um, yeah. an affordable house blend kind of cigar like that. Something that yeah. you know people can can get their dollar cost average in line and. Uh, Fill the humidor. I sell a, yeah. 
especially for in the Florida area, we have so much golfers, so many yeah. golfers here and so many golf courses that they are the perfect smoke. They, they last for almost just under two hours if you smoke them typically. Yeah. No, I would say they get a nice long, long smoke to them. And, uh, you know, look, I mean, I'm not to like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know how this is going to come across. Look, they're, they're not like, I wouldn't compare it to this placentia that we're smoking today. No, but, no, uh, but, but price not, point, you get, yeah, you get, you get, you get four of them for $16 and five cents. Precisely. That's so. the thing. I mean, you know, for the price point, um, they're really good. And, um, you know, there are other cigars that I will not name that are at about the same price point that uh, I most certainly would smoke those long before I smoke those other ones at that price point, you know? So, yes. um, no, they're, they're, I, I, I dig them. So they're good. I, um, yes. Very successful with them. So, I mean, they're, again, a, a very reputable company. The Cordoba y Morales makes my, my factory stuff. So, oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, uh, um, well now, um, instead of hitting the button because I only assigned three buttons and I didn't, I didn't assign the, uh, the pinky ad version. We're going <laughs> to talk about my monthly cigars for a minute. And my monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. And they come in a couple different sizes. I get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. He also offers the El Presidente, which is eight cigars, two of what, of everything in the Robusto box for $50. And um, you can get that uh, sent to your door by going to My Monthly Cigars, make sure you, dot com, and make sure you use uh, offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gives you free shipping on your first box. And while you're there, make sure you check out the fucking good coffee because uh, apparently it's endorsed by Bill Burr. I don't know. Nick has been blowing <laughs> me up with pictures of him with Bill Burr, and Bill Burr is holding a bag of uh, fucking good coffee. So I guess that must mean that it's endorsed by Bill Burr. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going based off what Nick tells me. So That's a good plug if it's not, though. <laughs> he, he's running with it. I Again, I don't know if it's true, but whatever. That's 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 the story I'm being told. So That's uh, awesome. Check out MyMonthlyCigars.com, guys. And um, I am at but, the point. I have taken off my bands. Me? I've taken off the first big band. I've still got the small one about an inch and a half, about a little over an inch off the, the, the inhaling side. Yeah. I went ahead and took them both. I mean, realistically, I was getting close to that big one, um, but I figured, you yeah, know, I'm over halfway now. I'm going to take off the big one. I'm going to take off the little one too. Why not? But uh, I'm getting a bit of sweetness out of mine now, which I've not really, re I don't remember getting before. Hmm. It's very enjoyable. It's um, very smooth. Very, it's almost creamy. I'm getting hmm. out of this now. I'm not getting a sweetness. Um, however, the spice on the retro hail has picked up. And, oh, gosh, uh, you're going to make me do that again, you? don't are you? have to do it. I'm just telling I'm you. Gonna I'm going to try. Just, I'm just not good at it, but I'm, I'm going to try. just informing you that that's what happened. So, you know. Um, but, yeah. I'm okay. Not... <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you tried. I did get a bit of the, I, I, well... I got some of the spice, but it, it's not sharp though. <laughs> it's not. It's not sharp. It's just. It's picked up. It's, it's not. Yes. As... It's. It's. It's definitely. It's definitely there in your face, but it's not overwhelming. No. No. Wow. Um, 
but uh, <laughs> but no, you're right. Smooth, smooth and creamy. You sounded sound like me, Ken. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> no, smooth and creamy definitely is a good descriptive for the cigar because, you know, as you're smoking it, yeah, the it's not it's not uh, giving you like any sort of. Um, okay, I had a cigar <clears throat> earlier today that when I got to about this point in the cigar, I don't know if it was maybe just burning hot or what, but it was giving me a lot of tongue tingles and, you know, that ooh. sort of thing. You know, that kind of thing where, like, you know, you're just like, ooh, ooh, you know, as you're smoking it. Yep. And, but this, man, it's just, it's so pleasant. It's just, like you said, smooth and mild, and it's just going, or, well, not mild, smooth and creamy. Cream. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so good. I'm really, this, really enjoying it. It's, it's so funny the way you said that just reminded me. This cigar actually makes my mouth salivate, where a lot of cigars do not. You this know, gives my, this gives me extra moisture in my glands and everything. It's just very strange. Okay, that's I think one of the reasons I like it because my mouth doesn't dry out. So when we're at your place and we're sitting yes. around with Michael Herklotz, put a pin in that thought because that is something that's come up before, and I want to know the answer to this. Is there are some tobacco types that will dry your mouth out. And there are other ones that activate that saliva uh, uh, to where you, I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, but like when I'm out on the patio, I'll spit more, you know, and that sort right. of thing. And because you have that buildup of saliva, whereas like you said, other cigars, they just dry your mouth out and you got to constantly be taking a drink of something and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm very curious as to, is that a personal thing or is it? maybe certain varietals of tobacco that, that, you know, do that and that sort of, and I figure that Michael's probably a good guy to ask about that. I, I think Michael would probably be a good guy to ask about pretty much anything related to cigars. Oh, in fashion. And well, there's always that. You can't get the name <laughs> Mr. GQ without being a fashionable guy. And drumming. He's a drummer. Really, I did not oh, know that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He's got. Has he been in a band? Uh, you know, I'm sure he's played in some, like unofficially, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty hmm. sure he actually went to college uh, for music. I'm pretty. I if, if I might be. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I feel like I'm I'm leaning back into the memory banks of the last when I had him on the show, and I'm pretty it's a sure. Good thing you're not a drinker because they wouldn't have any left. Oh my god! But <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he uh, he went to school for music. But yeah, I know he's a drummer. So that's interesting. He's a Renaissance man. So I think I said I mentioned earlier that I think I got to be introduced to him at PCA with one of my reps who's hanging around at the last night at, at the bar down in the Venetian. Yeah. So, and he was walking away as I was coming into the group. And uh, so I never got to talk to him. I don't, I, I, if, if he would even think about remembering me, it would be highly unlikely just because there was hundreds of people there. And I literally walked into the middle of about a group of 50 <laughs> and was standing between him and um, uh, Nish Patel. Okay. And, Got, I, I had already met Nish a few times and said hello to him and turned around and said hello to Mike as he's walking away. So that's that was my extent of being able to meet him so far. So I'm very excited about getting to meet him at the shop. Uh, I think it'll be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. So me too. I'm just looking forward to getting down to Florida for a little while. 
I just want to see you what you what you're going to be like when you're relaxed and not on on radio and just chilled out. I've known you what your dad's like, and I have a feeling you're going to be somewhat like him, but you're going to be a little <laughs> less uptight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and let you say that, and I'm going to sit here and not say anything because uh, you know I'd like to get a Christmas gift, but um, yeah. <laughs> By the way. I want to. I, I want to go back to the episode when your dad was on on Ask the Boys. Yes. About, was that about a month ago? Uh, yeah, it was about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago, and I actually listened, sat and listened to that episode. And the story he told about us was, to me, as he brought it up, is one of the things he'll never forget. Mm-hmm. I am the exact same way, but I can remember what cigars we smoked. Oh, can you? I can. What were they? We were, we were smoking Particus Maximos. Oh, the ones that you said you have at the shop. I, that's why I keep them at the shop is specifically because of that one night. It's ah. the only part of I keep there, and that's the only reason I carry them. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's just because that night was so special to me and created such a fantastic friendship with your dad that that's why I keep those there. So every time I look at that box and I do inventory or I go over and recommend something to someone, I was like, okay, this brings back one of the best memories I could have. Now you know he's going to be down there. I think in January. I plan. I've already. We're, he's staying on. <laughs> he's staying at the exit I live on. Ah, per, yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? I think he's staying at the exact same hotel I'm staying. Hotel. At. Yeah. Yes, I believe he is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he and I somehow inadvertently booked the exact same hotel. But yeah, he's coming down for what is it? The twenty-four hours of Le Mans. Uh, yep, the Rolex. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to go be with him for a day and a half down there with him. He's into this new photography thing. Oh, my God, is he ever. I'm looking forward to that and uh, just spending time with your dad. It's been, gosh, it's been, I've been, we're separated for 10 years. So it's got to have been 14 years since probably I've seen your dad, maybe a little less. I think I saw him in Atlanta. One time when he flew through town, we went and had, I picked him up and we went and had dinner. Yeah. But we talked probably once or twice a month or every other month, probably for the last 20 years, 25 years. See, that's how that stuff goes. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things. I was talking to somebody the other day. It's like, you know, you've got, you've got friends and then you've got friends and the, yes. and the, and the, the capital F friends are the ones that, in this case, you can go 14 years without seeing. You talk regularly and everything like that. Yep. But, but then when you get together, you just pick right back up and move on, you know? Yeah. yeah. We've both gone through a lot with each other, and we both rely very heavily on the support that we give each other when we need it. But it's not something that has to be there every day. We know it's still there, and that's what, to me, is a, a good friend. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Well, so... So you're getting the full Miller experience between October and then January here. Yes, and then you know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make a bloody trip up to your guys' neck of the woods. You guys are four hours away from each other. We right? are four hours away from each other. That's not that bad in the grand scheme. So of I'm gonna life. have to come up. I think I'm gonna have to come up and see your dad, and we're gonna have to take a, a car ride in his, his his nice little specialty car and bring it up to you. <laughs> Yes. Actually, you know what's funny? I was driving on the highway the other day, I can't, uh, yesterday, and uh, a string of, I think, 14 Corvettes started passing me. And uh, so, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this, and hopefully there's no state troopers that are listening that 
well, they didn't catch me at the time. I got my too late. Got my camera and I started taking a video and I'm like, there goes six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> and I'm counting them and I send it to him and he's just like, oh, you got to see a string of Corvettes and I'm just like, yeah. And, but like some of them had these antennas off the back and I was asking him about that and I guess it's shortwave like CB and he's like, they're probably communicating back and forth amongst each other. He's like, it's right. probably like a Corvette club going someplace and. Yeah, but it was just kind of crazy that I'm watching, like, you know, one, and I'm like, oh, there goes the Corvette. And it's like, oh, followed by another Corvette. And then I look in my rearview mirror, and it's just a line of them coming up in the left-hand lane. And were they all the old body styles or all no, new, old, these everything? Are all the newer body styles. I mean, ah. these, these are all relatively new Corvettes going nice. by. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, these guys are all going somewhere. I don't know where, but they were heading, they were heading someplace. So I might have to put a caveat on that. I hope I can fit in the car. I've oh, not been in one yet. Tell me about it. That's man. my challenge. I'm six five, so. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I, I have the other problem. <laughs> it's like it's like I got a friend of mine who owns a mini, and uh, I went for a ride in her mini, and uh, I was like, you know, fat guy in a little car. Little you know? car. <laughs> it was fine my once. They, it was fine once we took the convertible top down, but you know, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. So, and then my my twin brother's built that way, and he's only an inch shorter than I am. So he's got both of those to overcome. So he's and both, they, he, he's both big and tall. <laughs> yeah, he's big and tall. The 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 DXL club loves him. I bet, I bet, <laughs> I bet. They're like, you check all the boxes. Boxes. You got big feet. You got big clothes, and you're tall. This is awesome. <laughs> you are our customer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, but yeah, with that though, I mean, yeah, cars. That's one of my favorite things. And your dad and I have been talking about cars for years. So yeah. it's, it's been pretty interesting. And I know he's had a vet since I've known him. He's had Oh, vets, my God. So. He's had a vet. Oh, I vaguely remember. I was a little kid when he got that first one. <sighs> and then he traded that. It was That one was gold. I do not remember the year. But that one was gold, I feel like. Then he traded that in, and he got the maroon one. And he had that for the longest time. And then just really recently, I don't remember what year, but it's it's been in the last couple of years that he traded in and got the they got the one he's got now. But that was about just under about a year, just under about a year and a half ago, maybe? Yeah, it it was recent. It was not long ago that he did that. Yeah, Yeah, and he did he bought the right before the new body style came out, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I think you're right. yeah, I think he he has the last of the older body, the the last generation body style, but a very nice version of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I know he and my uncle they meet up in Effingham because uh, my uncle also has Corvettes, and so they'll they'll drive their cars and meet in Effingham, and you know go to the there's a Corvette show that happens there, and then they'll also pop over and grab a burger at this one little little hole in the wall place and. It's the oil field store. It's uh, in the middle of flipping nowhere, but they've got good burgers <laughs> and pie. And so, so they go by there. And, you know, Nothing and wrong with that. I went there recently, and I had the burger and pie, and it was very good. But I feel cheated because when he went, he got a punch card where it's like buy five, get one free or something like that. And I didn't get the punch card 
Not that I plan on stopping at the oil field store okay. frequently, but nonetheless. Would you have gone back four more times to get that free one, though, Nick? Does oh, it really matter? It's does it does it really matter? It's two and a half hours away from me. Although I will say, oh. it's a very easy stop off the highway as I'm traveling out to Indianapolis. So. Oh. So then, the, yes, it would have. So yeah, I could have very easily on my way out to visit him, or even on my way back from visiting him, just hit the right exit, go up about man, not even ten minutes up the road, and I'm right there with burgers and pie. Oh, so, see that to me, a good burger is one of my favorite things in the whole world. It was a tasty burger, but the pie, I love... the pie. I got, <laughs> I got the cherry pie. It was. Uh-oh. It was of course super- you did. I mean, of course. <laughs> well, actually, in all fairness, in all... Is that your favorite pie, though? In all, well, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to give you the whole story here. So in all fairness, I actually ordered the chocolate pie. However, the person I was with Good. ordered the cherry pie, and when we got the pies, my chocolate pie had a very thick layer of meringue on top, oh. and I'm not a meringue guy. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, a little bit goes a long way. I'm not a big meringue guy, but she Did wanted. the person the, you were traveling, okay, the person you were traveling with enjoy the meringue? She liked meringue. So what ended up happening is we swapped pies and I was happier. Oh. I, I was actually happier because the cherry you pie was. You did this wrong, Nick. It was very You did good. this wrong. You should have given her the meringue, let her eat her own pie, and then you just ate the chocolate and take a bite of hers and you should have just said fine. I got more pie. I got more pie. The the cherry pie piece was bigger than the than the chocolate. Sometimes pie it's piece. not quantity. Sometimes <laughs> it's a gesture. <laughs> uh, it worked out. It worked out well. It worked out well. So anyway. Well so, in terms of the socials, yeah. I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit and I'm on uh, Facebook where I have uh, the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group. You guys are gonna want to get in on that. I'm on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it these days. Don't really do much on there. Gervais keeps telling me I need to. Someday maybe I will. Uh, YouTube where you can watch this. And once again, we're going to hammer this home. Need your calls or ask the boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And where can people follow you? Where can, they can follow me. They can follow me by coming to my shop. Just come <laughs> to my shop and buy stuff, guys. No. I am at ashenale.com. I am on Facebook at ashenale on Facebook. I've got two different pages there, one with the previous store that I bought, and it's also no, formerly known as the Humidor, if that's easier to remember. And then I have my own page. I'm on Instagram. So please follow us. We're starting up our YouTube page and doing things on YouTube now, or be will be. I shouldn't say now. In there will be starting in probably another week or so, two weeks. We'll be doing YouTube. Um, and you know something by word of mouth, just you guys talk about it. All of them don't talk about your own brick and mortar. Talk about stories and people that you hear from this show. The more you talk about it, the more people are going to start going, Hey, let me, this is getting get kind of big. Come and help us out. Come join us. Come see what it's about. We do things that a lot of people are trying to experiment right now. Let them come try experiment with cigars and beer and wine and liquor or soft drinks, whatever their drink preferences. But let them come and try. But if you don't talk about it, no one's going to know about it. For sure. And I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to doing the whole uh, wine slash cigar, uh, beer slash cigar pairings. Because, uh, like I said, that just seems a little little, little unique, a little different. Everybody tends to go with the spirits. And the idea of uh, going an alternate route sounds kind of fun. I've got a... 
person, a female cigar smoker that hangs out at my shop. That's a very big regular of mine who has an amazing palate. Okay. Who can break down the smallest of flavors and tastes and things like that, that I think I might have to have introduced you to. Okay. But she and I have a lot of fun by me giving her cigar and me pairing with her. And she telling me if I did a good job and I've been doing this now for two and a half years that I've been there. I've owned it for a year and the year and a half that I was working there, just trying to meet people in the local area or something to do because I retired and moved down here mm -hmm. and had nothing to do and I didn't know a soul in the area. So this is a perfect way for me to meet people who like the same kind of things that I did and it's turned out to be a fantastic journey for me. But meeting this one person that you'll in I'll introduce you to has literally opened my eyes to different things and with her flavor profiles that she can taste the nuances that I have never been able to do it's worked out very well for us. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. So I think this will be a very good person for me to introduce you to. Perfect. I love it. So we've got, we, we've got some good, got some good time set up for you. And just also we're going to sit down and just relax and maybe throw a fishing rod off the back dock while you're <laughs> here. I'm not even putting a fucking hook on there and we're going to bring a <laughs> bottle of something down and we're going to listen to music and smoke several cigars and just enjoy your time here. That sounds like a wonderful, wonderful time. So guys, if we might even eat some good food. I like that too. I mean, obviously <laughs> I like that. I mean, you're not, a, you're not on zoom, but let's be real. You, you know, um, <laughs> so I've no, seen your picture before. I would say, you know, I like some good food. <laughs> so guys, listeners in the Florida area, again, that is going to be, uh, I come in on Tuesday, Tuesday the 17th, but let's be real. Let's just say for certain at Ash and Ale on Wednesday the 18th and Thursday the 19th. Thursday the 19th is when uh, Michael Herklotz is going to be in town. There may be more surprises to be announced, but for right now, that's what we're announcing. And uh, come on by. Come on by. If you haven't been to Ken's place, come on by and check it out. And if you have Please, been to Ken's, would love to see you. Yeah, and if you have been to Ken's place, then come back and, and say hi. And, and let me know that you listen to Nick because you know something? There just might be something in it for you. Well, I don't hell, know why I would give something away. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why I'd give you something for listening to Nick, but if you want to waste an hour and a half of your time, that's perfect for me. I mean, you're listening to me too. Three hours of your time if you listen both uh, episodes a week. So, you know. All, That's a good point. It all works out. I keep telling you, <laughs> you were telling me you had a, uh, it was Ricky, right? That has been catching up. Correct. Yep. I'll tell you, man, Ricky, you got to watch that because if you listen to too much of this show at any one time, it has been known to cause brain damage. So you want to make sure you space out your pulpit listening so that you don't hurt yourself. Okay, I'm going to make a caveat to that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I am going to say in the last five months, your brain cells aren't deteriorating as fast. Not quite as rapidly, although, Correct. in all fairness, we are recording this the day before the Trey Mac episode drops. So, you know, we'll see. Oh, shit. We'll see what happens there. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, this is going to happen. You need to talk him into coming down for your event when you're here. You need to get him here in two weeks. <sighs> I can't. He is. You can. No, he's booked solid for the next like six weeks. He and yeah. I were talking. About I, I talked to him. He is, I actually talked to him two weeks ago and yeah. I asked him if he can come down for it. He's like, there's not a chance. He is. January, so... he's going to be down. Oh, well, see, there you go. He could maybe meet yeah. up with my dad and you. 
So I'm, I'm hoping. That would. So, oh, oh my God, I don't know if I need that. That would be a boy. That would be a freaking show. I don't know if I need that happening. The three of you oh. together without me there. That could be trouble. We're going to record our own damn show and have you post it. I, I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Saves me some effort at least one time out of the week. I'm fine with that, but holy crap. That could, yeah, that could end up being dangerous getting the three of you together oh, there. And we'll get Pete Hernandez involved too. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I only have one Pete Hernandez story from TPE this year, but uh, it's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I remember that story when you said told us that. I was gonna say it's 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 a doozy of a story. So, <laughs> yes, anyway. it was. Well, Ken, so I am so looking forward to coming down and hanging out with you. Um, and and I want to thank you publicly for everything. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Man, I am looking forward to having you down and just seeing what we have to offer. And hopefully, you can go back and talk some of your friends up there in the your local area in St. Louis and everything. To taking a vacation and making a stop with us not saying you have to stay with us just come by and just say hello you don't have to buy anything if you don't want well, to see, it'd be nice if you did but you if you didn't i would love just to meet you guys i'd love to meet miss listeners from the show so please stop by and that's something to, real quick just not you know i know we're wrapping up but here but i real quick in the grand scheme of life you are what less than an hour from orlando I'm an hour from Disney. I'm an hour and 36 minutes okay, from, from MCO Airport. I'm an hour and 40 minutes okay. from SFB. I'm an hour and 12 minutes from Jacksonville. I'm an hour and seven minutes So from Daytona. I'm not even 40, 35 minutes. So you've got I, a lot of ways to get to me. Well, yeah. And, and so like, you know, Orlando obviously is a really big travel destination for a lot of folks in Florida there you know, hitting the theme parks and whatever with families. But, guys, in the grand scheme of life, you're less than two hours, depending upon where you're at in Orlando, from from Ken. So just, you know, tell the, wife, tell the family yeah. that you're going to go yeah. off and have a dad day for a day and just go and visit Ken. It'll be fine. And I'm going to put this out there. If you guys are in the Orlando area and you need to find places for smoke shops and stuff, call me. You don't even have to come by, and I'll be happy to help you with the local area. And I know quite a few of the smoke shops in the Orlando and Tampa area that you should go to. If you've never been to those areas before, I'll be happy to help you. It would be my pleasure. Fantastic. Well, Ken, again, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun next week. I'm looking forward to it, man. Can't wait to see you and finally meet you face-to-face -face and everything. So. You guys have a great day. Stay smoky. And I am about to finish up this absolutely fantastic yes. cigar. Before we go, I keep adding more stuff at the end here. Before we go, final thoughts on the Placencia Alma Fuerte. Um, I'm digging the hell out of it, man. This thing, construction-wise, my burn line has been, like, super straight the whole time. Um, very nice, solid, uh, marbly kind of gray ash going on with oh. this thing. Um, and... Uh, just the smoking experience on it. It, 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 you know, you said it earlier, smooth and 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 creamy, and it, it's just been such a great smoke. Always, and I wish I would have been on. We would have done this. I wish I'd have done the zoom with you because the ash that I've had on this, I'm about at. I'm I ash the first inch off, and I still have the rest of the cigar that is oh, still in wow. the Oh wow! No, I've been and it's been. 
I, Fantastic. I've been knocking off little pieces just because I don't want to nuke myself. But, yeah, no, that that that's a strong ash on that thing. That's good. I like I'm, that. I'm going to have to call you out on something, though, man. Uh-oh. I, I, I prepared for something that you didn't ask me about. Well, what was that? My three cigars of the week. Oh! You know what? I, uh... You know what? I didn't. I didn't do that because I didn't have the button prep for that. But okay, so let's let's unofficially. Well, and also in all fairness, I've been like rapid fire recording these things this week, so um, I'm a little ahead. If, so so really, realistically, it hasn't been a whole week for me since I did that. <laughs> so let's just do three cigars that you've smoked this week and enjoyed. So so what do Guess you got? What motherfucker? I smoked a Monte Cristo Esca. I think it's pronounced Escapad, Escapade, Escapada. I'm not sure. It, it's the it's the mix that uh, Monte Cristo did with Placencia. I smoked that last night at a little cigar lounge up in St. Augustine, and I truly, truly enjoyed that. That I was. I don't know that one. Well, then you know something. We're going to have to make a trip when you're here, and we're going to have to go get <laughs> you one. Damn it! That sounds delightful. So, but that was. I'm not much into the Monte Cristos. I I like them as a brand. I a lot of people ask for them. Unfortunately, I do not carry them. So that's why I went and tried this one. But my friend Ben up at Isabella's suggested it, and it was a very, very nice smoke. You know, the 1935 that they came uh, out with a couple of years ago? Years ago, yep. Um, that's a good smoke. Yes, it is. That's a solid one, because that one's got some some heft to it. That's not, you know, because typically Monte Cristos, in my opinion, whenever I've had them, they've been fairly light and uh, you know it's just, it doesn't hit my flavor palette correctly, but that this one's more of a medium plus. Good. Yeah. Okay. This All is right. a medium to medium plus, and it was very very nice. All right. Well, then we'll have to try that. And your second so, one. My second one, I have to say, I've got to give a shout out to Oscar Veladeras and Island Jim. That tenth anniversary new leaf that's out. Oh. Maybe one of my favorite new smokes out right now. Haven't seen that around here either. You're going to be smoking a lot of damn cigars at the shop, then, dude. Good lord! Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. So now, what the blend on that? Did they do? Um, they didn't do it like they do the 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 regular leaf, where it comes in a bunch of different wrappers. Correct. This is just like one. This is just a single. Yeah, it's a more medium bodied. Okay. Excellent cigar, though. And truthfully, if I had to tell you what it, the wraps were. That's the one thing I just totally went blank on because no I was waiting so long for you to ask me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's if you guys find that anywhere, I highly recommend trying that cigar. If you like the Leaf product, this is probably, to me, one of their best products they have. Okay. I did have a Ciceron the other day. Um, did you? I did, and uh, I, it was one that I, I went into – I have a uh, – fairly large probably 250 count avo humidor that i had won at the kansas city cigar fest back in like 2019 and um this humidor had been sitting over on a shelf and just forgotten about and i went over to it and thankfully the the bovita packs in there they weren't completely crusty they had a little life left (laughs) um so so i was i replaced them and so i started inspecting the cigars and the cigars were all perfectly fine um and maybe you know they might have been maybe a little under humidified for some people but 
you know, I don't mind them slightly under. I'm not. I don't subscribe right. to the seventy seventy rule. Like, let's take it. You know, I have my my cigar oasis set at like sixty three. You know, and that sort of thing. So, like, realistically, a little under seventy, just fine for me. But I smoked the Cicerone, and the thing about the Cicerone is, I bought that in when did I buy that? It was twenty nineteen. I bought a box. Wow. I bought a box at an Oscar event at the Hill Cigar Company, and I still have some of the Cicerones, and then I still have the entirety of a box of um, Alter Q, the ones that are that it, it the the That's a nice smoke. It's a great smoke, but I still have yeah. the entire box, all 16 of them from that box um that I haven't smoked I yet. I think you need to bring a Cicerone down with you for me. I can do that. I can do that. I think you should do that. I can do that. This thing's I haven't had that one. Ah, it's the only thing, one I haven't had. And this thing's aged since like 2019, so like, yeah. you know, you're yeah, no, this is good. Now I can do that. I will make a note right now, actually, of that. But uh, I, that's the, that's the one that's eluded me. I have not had that one yet. Well, I tell you what, you you've been generous to me. I can at the very least bring down a Cicerone for you. So, have you tried the Nick and Jim's? The what? Yes, J- Island Jim has his own line of cigars called. I think it's. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's called the Nick and Jim. It's his oh. private line. Well, I I, I think. I think my dad and I need to try that. I, it, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I know I've never, I didn't know that existed. I love that. Yeah. I got to see if I can get a box in before you get here. Then I got to oh make a gosh. phone call to Jim and see if I can get a box. Okay. No, because I've been trying to get it and I'll, I'll, I'll push it and see if I can get it. I don't know if I can do it that quick, but let me see. Okay. So what's your so, third one? What's your third one? I interrupted with the Cicero. Oh, my third one. Well, we're not really supposed to be talking about these, but I had a friend who was traveling that brought me back a Cohiba, uh, yeah, uh, Cohiba Siglo. Okay. What an amazing stick. Okay. What a, a truly amazing stick. It was, I haven't had a good Cuban cigar in probably four or five months. Yeah. I have a bunch of my humidor that I'm just letting age right now. But this guy just brought me back one, and he's. we sat down in the shop, and it was shift change. So I was just getting off, and my daughter was just getting on. And I said, you know something? You just gave me this. Let's sit down and smoke it. I have not been that happy smoking a cigar in a long time. Hmm. That's good what to an am- hear. What an amazing stick. That's good to hear because, you know, it's one of those things that you often hear – and I mean, you know, in my experience, it's kind of played out with the few Cubans that I've had, which is that, you know, they're okay. They're not anything that you're wanting to like just rave about. And that, you know, sometimes you can get, well, oftentimes you can get better cigars that are New World cigars, you know, Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican, whatever. Um, and you hear about quality control issues and things of that nature. So it's really nice to hear that somebody had a really pleasant experience with a Cuban cigar. It, it was fantastic, and you know something. Depending on how nice you are when you're here, you might just have to. You might just be able to smoke one. Oh my god! Well, Ken, I'm a nice guy. Well, <laughs> let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> I'm only there for four days. I can't. I can't overstay my welcome that bad in four days. Although, although I guess I can. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'm not. Staying, I think you've proven let, that wrong. Let's put it this way: I'm not staying with you, so that that helps me out in that regard. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know. So let's see what we can do to make that a a, a very good eve. Maybe that would be the last night you're in town. Okay. Maybe we'll sit on the back dock and have a few of the the members over, and we'll we'll sit down and a bunch of us will just have one. Fantastic! I love the idea. So. Well, perfect. Well, alrighty, buddy. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus no. with, the, with picking the three, but I was getting—I had myself prepared for the show, so I just felt bad for not doing it. That's okay. Like I said, I honestly didn't think about it since, uh, you know, this is the uh, what third episode in the last four days that I've recorded. So, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I totally get it, and uh, I just hadn't thought about it because, well, I haven't gone a full week without. You know, yet to to be able to say what I've been smoking. So no, I just want to make sure your sponsors get their spots. <laughs> there we go. Well, none of them sponsor <laughs> me, but they all can if they wish. You know, uh, I don't know if the Cuban cigar people are going to be interested. Well, I don't know if that fits in. That's yeah, true. That, yeah, that, that one. You know, I don't know, but uh, I mean, you know, we can talk to the Chinese government. It's okay. But... There we go. <laughs> oh God, that, that that's such a shame. That's I wish you wouldn't oh. have brought that up. <laughs> I know. That, that's such a bone of contention with everybody. Uh, I I can I can see it. I understand it. You know, and it's... the prices are just going up and up oh, and up. Oh, I know. I was talking to Luke when so... he was in town for uh, Pulpit Fest, and he lives up in Canada. And he and I were talking about it, and he's just like, "Yeah, the prices are outrageous on Cuban cigars these days." And he's like, "And realistically, <laughs> it's gotten so high." that um it's just one of those things that they the, they've priced themselves out of the market in terms of the quality of the cigars that that, that yes. you know the it's just it's so overpriced for what you get now that you just don't even consider it anymore every now and then you come across a good one that you smoke and you're like son of a bitch it's worth the money yeah but with the quality of cigars that are coming out around the, the world right now other than in cuba the Alfonso, the Bandolero. Precisely. I mean, go down to the Bandolero. Forget an $18 stick, $20 stick at the Bandoleros are unbelievable sticks. Oh, dude. Bandoleros, oh, I mean, is, look. is probably one of my hidden gems in my store. It's right up there with the uh, Byron's and Atabays. I mean, it's yes. maybe not quite at that level. It's maybe a level or two below. But that well, level or two below. a little brother. Yeah. Yeah. But that level or two below is still many, it's, many levels above a lot of other cigars that are out there. 100%. Yeah. So, guys, if I can leave you with just one thing out of all of this, don't get stuck in a narrow minded view by smoking the same cigars. Try different cigars. Mm -hmm. There's something else out there that you're going to fall in love with and you're going to go, holy shit, you're going to want to try other cigars. For sure. Especially when you travel. Oh. Don't sit, don't fall into that rut. There's places in the country that have premium brands that might not be premium where you are, well, and you might not even know about it. Again, you Try just, them. you've named off a handful of them that I don't see here, and they're ones that you know I want to try. And, and, and I always like to do that when I travel is when I go in a humidor somewhere else other than here, if I see it and I recognize it, I blow right past it. I go to something that I don't know because I'm looking for that stuff that I can't get at home. If I can get it at home, why am I worrying about it here? You know, it's like, exactly. That's exactly how I travel yep. all over the world. I travel the same way. Yep. I don't look for the stuff I can get back home. Precisely. So with that being said, there's one more that I'm going to throw out there and it's called line of fire, line of, line fire. of duty, excuse line me, of duty. line of duty, okay. line of duty. And those cigars are excellent. Plus it, 10% of all their sales go back to help frontline workers, police, firemen, 
and also Wounded Warrior. So Fantastic. please try those guys. They have a great line of cigars. I've never heard of those, but, you know, that I mean, I like the cause, so that's great. Yes, definitely. Perfect. Well, Ken, now I'm going to wrap this up. It has been great talking with you. It's been awesome, man. I appreciate the offer to come back on again tonight. And I've had a truly enjoyable cigar and great time with you. And I couldn't ask for better weather to be sitting outside and smoking a cigar. So Man, thank you. Fantastic. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Ken. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Have a great evening, guys. <laughs> I'm doing my little dance. <laughs> That's why I wanted the video. I get it, you know. <laughs> it's good groovy music. I saw the, the, the Smoke and Butts guys the other day, and I, they were dancing on the beginning, and I was like, I got to do that too. <laughs> we can do that in your shop. You got it, man. We'll have a nice little dance party in your shop. It'll work out.